Yo, what's up? Chris, where you at, man? Yo, I'm on the way, right? Look, yo, we got to shoot the show, man. Do not be late. Yo, I'm literally in the Uber right now. You're not in the Uber. You're, you're going to be late. <laughs> yo, I, I am in the Uber. Why you're always late, brother. You're Let's go. Feast your eyes, them boys is here. King and Christian, you know we making noise this year. Relatively speaking, we a couple of greats. You know I'm down to rap, but it ain't up for debate. We had enough of the hate from you internet trolls. You see the names, man, just give us the throne, cause it's on. And come we on. got something to say, it's gonna be something to see. Now it's a family gathering, you should RSVP. Now let's One go. young fly, flashy, living his life. The other tucking in the kids, standing with the wife. Whether it's nine to five or knee deep in the game. How could they be so different, but one and the same? This Pacino, De Niro. Stop them alone. Ideas, jokes, and wisdom off the top of the dome. And come we on. got something to say. It's gonna be something to see. Now it's yeah. a family gathering. You should RSVP. Now let's MJ go. MJ or LeBron? Woo. Is it Nas or Sean? Woo. Everybody looking for the greatest of all time. Entertainment, sports, faith, political views. Curators of the culture that's bigger than views. Uh, let's have a real discussion. Yeah. We ain't concealing nothing. Yeah. Who'd have thought the nephew and uncle now is really brothers? We got something to say. It's gonna be something to see. Now it's a family gathering. You should RSVP. Now let's go. Relatively speaking. Woo! Yes, sir. Welcome, family, back once again to Relatively Speaking Video Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, King. It's your boy Christian. What's up? What's happening, fam? Uh, it's been a lot going on this week. A lot going on this week. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. I'm uh, nervous already. Yeah, you should be because uh, <laughs> I can tell you right now that, uh, you know, this particular subject that we're going to talk about today, me and you have talked about numerous times off air. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to bring up a lot of points that have been discussed. Yes. Uh, and so this week, there was a very, very highly... Uh, electric, electric, explosive, nationally, uh, uh, what's that word? Televised, uh, televised exposed uh, interview with Robert Kelly and Gail King. And Gail King, our Kelly went on uh, to say his side mm-hmm. of the story, mm-hmm. uh, uh, to give his opinions and his truths on what he believed happened, mm-hmm. and the interview got a little interesting. Because during the interview, Mm -hmm. uh, R. Kelly got a little emotional. Understandably so. Understandably so? It's not supposed to be emotional? Well, based on how it's coming across, he's not. What do you mean? Well, he lost his, he he became emotional. He stood up. uh, you, You know, his voice began to... Get a little start yelling and crying. Uh, start yelling and crying and things like Sweating that. a little bit. And uh, based on his reaction, of course, everybody reacted to that, uh, and everybody started sharing their opinions. Uh, I want to show you this photo. I haven't uh, seen it yet. Yeah, I want to show you this photo of R. Kelly. This is a still shot of R. Kelly standing up, uh, and it appears that he's standing up over top of Gail, right? Uh, for one. Uh, and he is, he's, he's really going in, right? Okay. Uh, he sounds like a man that is really trying to defend himself. He's kind of fighting for his honor, his reputation. Which is why I said he should be emotional. Which I, I actually agree he should be emotional. But okay. I just got to tell you that the way this is coming off, uh, this is not coming off like this is allowed. All right? Uh, so you have a lot of people that are... Obviously, giving praise to Gail for sitting there and withstanding this Robert. outburst. Robert. Uh, yeah, she's going real calm with it. Robert, she's not really reacting to anything like that. And a lot of people were saying, you know, that him doing this was an attack on her. Him doing what? The, 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 the outburst. The... Right? Okay. And so I watched the interview. I watched this snippet. Uh, and during this snippet, R. Kelly is actually talking to the camera. Mm-hmm. Now, for most of you that don't know, uh, basically, if you look at our podcast, I'm not sure if you guys can tell, but we are in close proximity. Very, very true. That is for camera purposes. Uh, when you do an interview like this, if you look at any interviews, uh, the people are sitting extremely close. Uh, And that is so that the camera can get both in the angles and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so in this interview, you know, R. Kelly's sitting really close to Gail. 
Well, as he should be. Right. Right. Because that's how it's set up. That's what you got to do. Uh, but as he's going off, when he stands up, it's almost like this big guy towering over this woman. And in this still shot, it just doesn't, it doesn't look good. And so me and you have talked about this, about uh, the little documentary they did mm -hmm. and things like that. And my issue with the documentary and with the portrayal of what they're doing with this still shot and things like that with R. Kelly is that they're adding too much subjective stuff into the issues with R. Kelly. I'm listening because I don't know if I agree. Okay. I think they're adding too much subjective stuff. Okay. I think that the main point of the issue with R. Kelly should be sleeping with underage girls. I 100% agree with that. I think everything else that we're dragging into this conversation is subjective. As far as what? As far as example. The, as far as the controlling, uh -huh. as far as the manipulative and and all these other things, the, the 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 verbal abuse and all this other stuff. I feel like all these things are subjective based on the parties involved. And in that situation, you're always gonna have two sides to the story. Right. Right? Uh, so, for instance, for me, I'm a very passionate speaker. Mm -hmm. Our family, we're very passionate I'm speakers. I was about to say, as am I. Yeah, so if you were to take a still shot of us at Thanksgiving. Oh, it'd be crazy. I'd be with my grandmama. Yeah, and, and snapping. And place it I love you, on, on social media. If you were to take a still shot of us in that moment, yeah. it gets heated. It gets heated. Yeah. And it's not just. The guy's getting heated. No, Aunt Don, Aunt Don, you already know. My sister. Don't even act like gets you Gets heated. Snap. My, my mom. My mother. Your mom. I mean, it my is. My dad's pretty chill. Dad's pretty chill. But outside of him. Listen, it, it it's can, a pretty heated conversation. Yeah. Right? Uh, and I'm just saying that if you were to take a still shot and you were to try to drive a message home with that still shot, I don't think that that is a fair assessment based off of a still shot. I don't think it is a fair assessment based off one person's story to say, well, this is how I view this person. Because I can also say this. If you lined up my exes mm -hmm. and asked them to describe me, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure a pretty picture is not going to be painted. Okay. Right. That's I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to get a lot of people saying, you know, certain things and some of the things may be consistent. Now, one of the things that R. Kelly said during the interview is he said, uh, Gail said, so do you believe that all these separate people that don't know each other concoct this same story that has this consistency? And R. Kelly responded by saying, listen, if you look on social media, if you look on the Internet, and you see one person that says this about me. It's very easy for other people that have been hurt by me, who don't like me, who disagree with who I am. It's very easy for them to all jump on the same story. It's not like this is secretive. It's not like you can't find this information. It's not like my reputation isn't out there for people to just be able to jump on. Okay. Which is kind of like the Michael Jackson situation where it's like once one little kid or one family says it, it's like, oh, well, I was over at Neverland, too. Now I can easily say it and corroborate the story. Ah. You don't agree? I'm not saying I don't agree. It's just the Michael thing is just, it's, it's, it's difficult for me to process right now. I watched the documentary and it's, it's, it's some... Well, what I want to do is I want to show... disturbing allegations. Yeah, it is some really disturbing allegations. It's I want to show still uh, what one person said on social media about the steel shot. Uh, it comes from Laura Hudson. All right. Uh, hey, Laura. Yeah, Laura Hudson, uh, who apparently is somebody. She got a blue check? She got a blue check. Well, I say at least she got a blue on, check. On, on, her, on her Instagram and Twitter. So, you know, once you get a blue check... Uh, it means something. That means something. I don't know what, but... And she said, let's show this. Uh, let's show this. She said, the R. Kelly interview is Abuser 101. Okay. This interview is Abuser 101 when threatened or even mildly challenged, responding by screaming, blaming, and escalating physically until you regain control. If this is how he treats a woman a powerful woman on national television, imagine how he treats vulnerable girls in private. 
And so she has taken this one moment, mm -hmm. this one interview, and she has basically tagged him and saying, this is the proof that you are an abusive man to women because if you will abuse Gail on national TV. He didn't abuse Gail. He abused her. No, he didn't. That's what she's saying. I don't think, if you I, I don't abuse, think that's what she's saying. Let me read it in. I don't think that's what she's saying. Uh, if this is how you treat a powerful woman. She's talking about his communication style. Right. If okay. this is how you treat her. Uh -huh. I mean, this is abuser 101. If this is how you treat her on national TV, imagine how you treat vulnerable girls in private. This is, he's abusing her. I think that's fair. He's abusing her on national TV. He's not abusing her, but I think it's okay to, to read into somebody's behavior and then project how they might act in other circumstances. I think that's fair. You think that's fair? She's saying that his behavior is consistent with that of abusers. Uh, is, do you agree with that? Uh, I think abusers get emotional and loud and yell at Jones. Okay. I think that happens. Because I posed a question on our Facebook page. Did you? Yes, I did. Let's go to the, let's go to the facts. And I asked the question, how many men have sat calmly while their girl or their lady was going off on them and not saying nothing. I think all of us have been there. I think we all have been there. I think we all better be there. Is that abuse? Is abuse one-sided? Do we look at that and say, well, that's abuse? Or do we justify it because men are supposed to be strong enough to handle it? And what I've talked about with you before uh -huh. is I've talked about there are these acceptable, acceptable double, double standards. standards. I love it. These double standards that are acceptable. Uh -huh. Nobody fights against them. Yeah. Nobody goes against them. They're acceptable double standards that we allow happen. Because if the roles was reversed and if the pictures were reversed, would we be saying the same thing? We're talking. Uh, let me know where you want to go with this. You want to go to the the standing up and yelling that double standard? Yeah, this, it's basically what we're doing is we're talking about he got emotional. Right. He stood up, yelled at the camera. He wasn't even yelling at Gail. Right. Yelled at the camera. I agree with you on that. And that was considered exhibiting abusive behavior. I think it's. I think the person Laura. Laura. I think she's saying it's consistent with the behavior of abusers. It doesn't mean that everybody who does that is an abuser. Okay. Now, as far as the standing up and yelling and the woman doing that to the man and the man sitting there calmly, right. I think the reason that's portrayed differently uh -huh. is because if a man is standing up and aggressively yelling at the woman, there uh -huh. is the potential threat of a physical altercation. Let me ask you something. Has a woman standing up over you and threatening you ever turned physical? Of course it's turned physical. By her? Of, of course it's turned physical. <laughs> Was it initiated by her? 100%. <laughs> and you know who you are. And I still got the scratches to prove it. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I had a conversation with somebody and I will tell you right here on the show, this ain't hearsay. Mm -hmm. This ain't somebody else talking about somebody else's experience. Okay. This is me talking about mine. Okay. I have been hit by women more in my life than I have by men. This is a fact. Okay. The most that I've been hit has come from the opposite sex. Women have hit me way more than men have. But do, but do you? Way more. But my question is, do you ever feel like you can't handle that situation physically if it gets to that You don't point? know, baby D. That's why you're asking me that. That's why you're looking at me like that, because you don't know Baby D. I'm just saying, you ain't never dated Baby D. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying, I think the basis of the double standard is uh -huh. as a man, physically, you can handle yourself with most women. I've taken a few jabs that women can hit hard. Okay, let's say women can hit hard. Any of those women that hit you, if, 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 and I, we're not condoning violence. One woman hit me, you know that flashing light you get? The, 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 with the butterfly? When you hit your head real yeah, hard? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, kapow! I saw lightning. Bro. I saw the thunder roll. Some of these women pack a good punch. <laughs> uh, what I'm, just what I'm saying you. is, do you, do you think that physically you cannot handle that situation? I'm not saying that I Because physically. on the other way, a woman cannot handle a man getting violent. I've her. seen some women put the big hand on some dudes. I don't, that's, not the, that's, not, that's not the norm. Like bro. the big hand. It's not the norm. It's not the norm. Right. Which makes it unacceptable. There are some baby Ds. It is, which makes it to me... The acceptable double standard right. It's because it's not the norm. But does that make it right? 
It, it makes it acceptable. It makes it acceptable, but it doesn't make it right. It's not right. I want to show. It's not right to get violent at all. I want to show you guys something. Okay. All right. I want to. I want to show you guys something. Let's show this clip because this is a clip of Solange. Solange. Are we in the going, elevator. Are we going to the elevator. With Jay Z. Okay. Right. All right. She's. Let's see this. Let's see this clip. Let's look. Uh, at okay. It. Let's I'm look there, at this. I'm looking. I'm looking. Let's see. Okay. They're getting in the elevator. Mm-hmm. She is clearly the aggressor here. Okay. Right? Nobody's canceling her. We're not talking about she's an abusive person. This is abuse 101. As a matter of fact, we're waiting to see how Jay-Z responds, which he doesn't, which puts him in a situation where if he does respond, he's wrong. Uh -huh. And if he doesn't respond, what was the narrative? Come on, let's keep it 100. I think, I mean, I think the narrative was that Jay-Z is just always cool as a cucumber. That was the narrative? Because the narrative that I was seeing was that he got beat up. No. He got, oh, this is what they was running with. It don't matter, bro. The man ain't getting beat up. He quit, he, he restrained her. He grabbed her. He quit. That's what, in the situation, if Jay-Z wanted to, he could have trashed along physically. I believe so. He didn't, which is the right thing to do. Which is the right thing to do. But again, we're showing a heated exchange. This is a heated exchange. Emotional exchange. Salon was heated about whatever. We don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, some say it was defending her, her sister. Mm -hmm. She got heated and she became violent. She became physical. R. Kelly didn't, he didn't become violent. He just stood up and started screaming. Right. But this is a, you're being abusive. This is abusive. And I'm trying to see, do we call it both ways? We will continue to talk about this. We're RSVP. To listen and view Relatively Speaking video podcasts, subscribe to the YouTube channel, RSV Podcasts, also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Join the RSV Podcast Facebook group to join in on the conversation. Welcome back to Relatively Speaking. We were talking, or we are talking about acceptable double standards yes. and some of the things that uh, is seemingly okay for one gender to do uh, and not the other gender. There's a lot and of these things. There's a lot of these things that we mentioned, uh, this interview with R. Kelly, mm -hmm. where uh, he became heated. Mm -hmm. uh, he stood up over the interviewer, Gail, uh, and the way that everyone reacted was that he was attacking Gail. Uh, and originally, and he, he wasn't attacking Gail. He wasn't attacking her. And originally, and I've said this before, and I want to say it again for those of you that might be just tuning in, uh, that my issue with the entire R. Kelly situation is that we have taken the focus off of the main issue we need to have with R. Kelly, mm -hmm. and we have now added all this other stuff that, in my opinion, it becomes a distraction I agree. because not everybody sees these things the same way. Right. So somebody could look at the interview and say, he's being abusive, he, this is what it's all about. Somebody else could look at the interview and say, what do you expect? The man's defending his life. And then we're missing and, the whole issue. And then we're missing the whole That's the issue. issue. The issue is he's having sex with underage women. Underage girls. That's where it should be. And, and I, I really don't care. This might be crazy. I, I don't care about the buckets. I don't care about the stomping on the floor, the knocking on the door. Nobody knows if that is Nobody true. Nobody knows. So I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna stone this man, because obviously I've seen the interview, and he's saying all of that stuff is not true. Right. Where, he, oh, where every time he's asked this question, what he said yeah with me yeah. is, do you like underage women? And I have not believed the single answer he's given Every time that. he gives that answer, it I the, cringe it is, it's, it's, because it's it, weird. it doesn't seem realistic. It doesn't seem realistic. But he's very passionate about these other things. Exactly. And the only reason why I feel that is because those are the things that are subjective. 100%. Those are the things where, depending on your position in this situation, is how you're going to look at this particular thing. Right. Uh... I asked a question on our page uh, where we got a lot of votes on it. Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe the votes were 17 to 6 the last time I checked. Okay. And the question was simply asked, in a relationship, who do you believe is more controlling, men or women? Who do you believe in a relationship is more controlling? I think it's 
definitely women. I don't even think it's close. By far. Yeah, I don't think it's close. I think it is women. Yeah. I, I, this is not even close. It's not even close. But in the narrative of being acceptable, this acceptable double standard, I believe that we are in a society where I believe that we're in a place where it is acceptable for a woman to be controlling and not a man. Oh, I mean, it's, 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 it's the motto for marriage. Happy wife. Happy life. It's acceptable. That's I want to read a response uh, from Shannon Jenkins. Okay. She responded on the post and she simply said, I could give a cliche vote or a thought out vote. So when she thought about this, her response was, I could give the cliche vote. Men are more controlling. Men are more controlling. Right. Or I could give a thought out vote. And if I think about this, it's women. Women are more controlled. Watch this. If a man tells a woman what to wear, what is he? Controlling. He's controlling. If a woman says, I don't like that tie, put this shirt on, wear that, put this. Are they controlling? She's a homemaker. She's a homemaker. I'm just trying to make sure you look good. <laughs> I'm not trying to control you. I'm just Woo! trying to make sure we look right. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yes, that's very true. Park here. Don't do this. Mm -hmm. Why you do that? Turn that down. It's, these are all things that women do, but it is never looked at let's as not, controlling. Let's, let's not forget the remote control. Let's not forget the remote control. I'm just saying. But watch this. In a relationship, who controls the sex? Men or women? Women. Women by far. Mm -hmm. They control the sex. If they are not in the mood to they have should, sex. Though. Do you, should they? I think they should. They should. I think they should. <laughs> People will rock this soldier boy joint for the rest of the year. No. I think they should. Why? Well, because they are the they are the uh, they are the flower. We have some younger viewers. <laughs> okay. But they are the flower by which we look for honey. So the petals must open up. So the precipitation <laughs> must land at a degree hey, of listen. Uh, fluidity. Why is it that they should control that, man? Because they're the... They're we're the, we're they're equal. The, do they want to be equal? They say they do. That's what they want. They say they do. I believe they want to be equal. Well, I believe in a marriage. Whoever, right. whoever wants sex, should be, it, it should be given at that It moment. should be given. No question. Do you think that's how it works? I know that's not how it works. Absolutely not. That's Absolutely. not how it works. Are these cameras Is that camera still on? Yeah, it's on. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. That's not how it works. If they are not in the mood, it is not happening. Right. Does it matter if we're in the mood or not? No. If they're not in the mood, that thing is not going down. They control the sex 100%. As a matter of fact, if you're in a relationship and they say no, even in a relationship and you coerce or continue to nag them about it and they give in, you know what that is legally called? What? Rape. No. It is legally rape. You said if they give in and consensually? If, they, if you coerce, the definition <coughs> is intercourse. What, what, are we call, what is the definition of coerce? If you talk them into it. I've had females tell me that guys have asked and asked and asked to the point where they just say, fine. And give in. That sounds like consent. Not, not in the court of law. I need to. In the court of law. Dust off those books. Listen, one of the rock bottom stands when it comes to rape is no. Means no. Means no. Let me ask you this. You ever told a woman no? Yeah. How'd that go over? Didn't go well. Didn't go well at all. It's one of those physical altercations. We were they will about turn into a psycho if you tell a woman no. Can a man be raped? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do, do we, do, do, will we get any kind of traction on that? No. Will we get any kind of support on None that? None whatsoever. Okay. But based on the definition of rape, yes, we can be raped. Because if I say no. And you coerce. And you continue to persist and you continue to coerce your way into intercourse with me, I can say that that was, it's unwanted sexual intercourse. That's what it is. Right. So that's another acceptable double standard to you? Definitely an acceptable double standard. Mm. As a matter of fact, when men say no, it goes into a whole nother realm of things. See, a woman can be tired, have a headache, be exhausted, and say no. If a man tells a woman no, that, that, that doesn't register, Will. Where, where you been? Where you been? Who you been with? 
What why you, you? Why you good? What you mean? No. Why you so good? Like it don't even it don't register at all. Let me see your phone. Yeah. It's crazy. Everything. Wild. Right. Wild. That is controlling. They manipulate oh, to get certain things out of the relationship. I see where you're with going. sex. Stroke of the beard. I see where you're going. Yeah, if they want to get something, or if they're not getting their way, they'll withhold the sex. Is that not manipulative? Is that not controlling? Mm. Are you not controlling this situation? You're going deep with this. I'm just trying to say that I think a lot of times we don't look at this stuff on the broader scale. Yeah. All right. Like Shannon said, we just go with the cliche. We just go with the men controlling. That's what it is because it's not acceptable. But I think it's because we all generally agree. I, I think you would agree with this, that women are, I don't mean this in a derogatory way, but I think that women are the weaker vessels. Careful there, buddy. I'm not saying mentally. I'm not saying mentally. I'm not saying mentally. I'm saying as far as fit, just sheer physical dominance. Mm. I think men are the, are, it's agreed that men are the stronger vessels. Maybe. So we should be more uh, gentlemanly towards them. And that gentleman expectation is what forms a lot of these things. Plus, also, men are logical and women are emotional. Okay. So, so a, is it a okay? man is expected to have patience ah. and a woman's emotional state. That's the expectation. That's the expectation. Right. So while you're snapping, I'm supposed to be calm, cool, and collect like Gail. Robert? Yeah. I think so. Because when it's the other way around, you out of control. Well, I just think when it's... Robert the Kelly... In a lot of people's opinions, was out of control. He was out of control. He stood up. He stared into the camera. He was not talking to Gail. I will say this a thousand times on the show. He was talking to the camera. And he was talking to the we people. We agree on that. that. We agree on that. He was out of control. That I is mean, the consensus. When you're facing life in prison, I don't know what other situation are you supposed to be. I would, I would challenge everybody to rewatch this interview and watch the moments when he becomes really aggressive about his point, really aggressive about his opinion. And in those times, I would just caution people that make these quick snap judgments because I want to be clear, I'm not defending R. Kelly. Okay. Let's keep it I at... I was just about to ask you that. Like, no, are no, you no. defending R. Kelly? Let's keep it at the underage girls and that's it. Okay. Throw him in the jail, throw him up under the jail. That's it. I mean, all of the decoration was for the documentary. Yeah, you know see, what I'm saying? It was, the, for the, it was for the documentary to be more salacious. And I, I couldn't really go with the documentary on certain things. Yeah. Every time somebody came and said, I told R. Kelly I was underage and he didn't care, that's when I sat up in my seat. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's a problem that's right That's weird. There. Yeah, that's weird. Right? But, oh, he told me what to wear? That's subjective. Because I don't know if he told you what to wear. I don't know if he asked you to wear this. I don't know how you're, you know. What about he, he told me when I can eat? I just don't. Subjective? Because were we there? I wasn't. So if he comes on and says, I didn't say that. I didn't do that. Then what? What do we have? We have absolutely nothing. We have absolutely nothing. All right? If somebody's underage and he had intercourse with them, there is no gray area. Open and shut case. That's an open and shut case. All this other stuff is all subjective. Oh, he, he would get mad if I didn't make the, the, the pancakes with the, with the buttery crust. Who doesn't like pancakes with, with buttery, buttery crust? crust? I mean, like, what do you, what do you mean? That, I just got a little upset <laughs> on that one. And based on your response just now. I'm sorry. Abusive. Don't bring me one on one. Soggy pancakes. Come on. They're delicious. I said over easy. <laughs> <laughs> They're delicious with the buttery crust, ladies and gentlemen. All I'm saying is, you cannot take that. You cannot take these conversations, these subjective conversations. And I think that uh, it shows a lot of it shows a lot of immaturity in us that we need this extra stuff. Oh, I mean, that's the culture. What's going on? That's the culture, Because bro. you have a lot you of people... You gotta make it as juicy and as salacious as possible. You got you a lot of flicks. people... You have a lot of people saying, R. Kelly sleeping with underage girls is over 20 years old. That's what you have a lot of people saying. 
when he married Aaliyah, uh-huh. she was underage, weird. and weird. that was weird. over 20 years ago. That's weird, bro. And so what people are saying is, why is the outrage happening now as opposed to when it was happening Well, the outrage is happening now because ago. he's reportedly still doing this to young girls. Which is what the focus should be. But I'm saying the outrage should be there, too. I'm saying the focus should be, is he still doing this with underage girls? All this extra stuff, all this trying to demonize him in every other area. Well, I don't, becomes, I don't think these people are trying to demonize him. I think this is the sure. testimony. This is the testimony of the women. Yeah, but I'm talking about the people. The women are allowed to say what they say. The women that were in the situation, that were in the house, that were dealing with such and such, they're allowed to say what they say. Okay. You have a lot of people that weren't there that are passing judgments on something like this screenshot, mm-hmm. and they put up and they say, oh, this is what this means. Well, I think the abuse should have the benefit of the doubt over the abuser. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. So I-, I feel like the women that was in the situation, I'm taking their word for what it is. Yeah, but their word is that he was controlling and... So you're not taking their word. No, no, no. I'm not taking the word of other people that weren't in the situation. Oh, I'm not either. Yeah, I'm not either. And that just take certain situations and then paint this picture. Yeah, that's the culture. I'm not not buying into that either. I think that it's a dangerous thing for us to try to uh, incorporate all these other things and kind of miss the point because then you make it. You make it a you make it an argumentative right or wrong type of thing. There is no argumentative right or wrong thing when it comes to sleeping with underage kids. No, that is black and white. Terrible. When you start doing this other stuff, it starts to get real gray. I kind of want us to get away from the gray area. And the gray area is what made him be able to look a little bit clean in the interview. Like, yo, which, I didn't do none of this stuff. Which gets him supporters. Exactly. Which gets him a bigger fan base. Mm-hmm. People start coming to defense for him. Their, their they position. start switching their positions. Maybe he's telling the truth. Because if we just leave it at underage girls, you either cool with that or you not. And I don't see a whole lot of people being cool with that. Well, I'm going to tell you who is going to leave it at just underage girls. There's the grand jury. Oh, yeah. That's what they're going to be talking about. He's going to have to face these charges. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk more about this. We got the uh, King's Common Sense coming up. We're going to be right back. It's Relatively Speaking. Yep. Yes, indeed. We're back. Relatively Speaking. I am one of your hosts, King, alongside my man. Christian, what's up? What it do? I'm ready for this common sense. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. One of my favorite segments. They've been fired so far. Common sense. Well, we ladies got and gentlemen, we this got has been submitted to us by Samia. I got faith in humanity. And I want to go ahead and read this. Let's put this up. You ever think about how the year 3000 is literally 81 years away? The year... 3,000 is literally, literally, 81 years away. Uh, And so the math on that is a little questionable uh, because we are 81 years away from the year 2100 (laughs) (laughs) and not 3,000. So clearly the person that put this post up uh, was actually the same guy that did Wesley Snipes' taxes. Just, uh, I don't know how to explain this. They missed 900 years. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Do you ever one? think about... It's the you ever think. Yeah. Like, you ever... Like, he really was about to bring some wisdom. You ever sit back and just take this in? That we're that close to 3000 short. Samia, uh, you got a $20 Visa gift card coming your way. I know hey, Samia, guys, so it's definitely going to be about $5. Uh, give, us, uh, give us a little while on these $20 gift cards. Yeah, uh, but uh, Bubs... They go in the mail. Bubs checked me uh, last night at the bowling alley. I heard we got a little bit of feedback from Bubbles. Yeah. Hey, Bubbles, chill out. We she got showed you. some R. Kelly-like behavior at the bowling alley. <laughs> she, she stood she on, was the, on, stood top, on the top of me and said, where's the $20? I'm fighting for my $20! <laughs> Bubbles, yeah. we got you. It's not funny. Uh, but we were talking about acceptable double standards. Okay. And uh, I put the post up because I wanted to see what were some acceptable double standards out there that a few people uh, could mention to us. Can we get some feedback and, on that? Yeah, we got some feedback on that. I love it. Uh, as a matter of fact, Samia, who submitted the common sense. Well, we got $5 uh, coming. We got $5 coming on a $20 Visa, uh, visa card. Yep. She said men who have more than one 
baby mama are not judged as harshly as women who have multiple baby daddies. Oh, she wilder. That ain't true. You don't think that's... Really? You think women with multiple baby daddies are acceptable? No, they're judged harder. Oh, she said... She's, no. she's saying... That, oh, okay. Yeah, I was, okay, I had it backwards. Okay, so she's saying the dudes... They, they cool. Got, yeah, the dudes that got multiple baby mamas, they fine. But the chicks that got multiple baby daddies, that is a... They loose. They ratchet. That is a no-go. Bust down. And I'm going to have to Fafiana. completely agree with that. I do, too. Uh, that's definitely a double standard where we come out on top. Uh, I also said... <laughs> we come out on top. <laughs> literally. Anyway, uh, we, also, we also, just in general, of uh, sex... Uh, it is widely more acceptable for men to be uh, sexually promiscuous than it is for women. Oh yeah, body count. Uh, body count is yeah, a yeah. very big thing. And that's a that's a big double standard. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that is one of the acceptable double standards that I accept because if so your body count is to, high, it's to your benefit. <laughs> I mean, I accept it as well. If your body count is too high, I'm good on it. I'm probably gonna. But that's a woman's right. But see, that's a woman's right as well, though. I'm gonna probably judge you. But see, that's the thing. That's a woman's right as well. They could judge us. They could judge us. But they don't. They don't. Uh, Kiwi Robinson. Well, let's just pause on that. Right? I'm just gonna go with Kiwi. All right. All right. Uh, that's what it says. Uh, she said, uh, "Being overweight is a double standard." In what direction? Uh, a fat woman is looked at like she doesn't take care of herself to the extent. That she doesn't love herself. Okay. But a fat man is just fat because he eats a lot or <laughs> it's just okay. So a fat woman doesn't even have the same quality of choices and partners as a fat man. She has to take what she can get, which largely, largely includes, I don't know if I would have used largely. <laughs> Why? Anyway, uh, largely includes settling and being demeaned by often other fat men. Uh, and so fat men can end up with tens uh, because he's a man or just a big old teddy bear. I can't go with Kiwi on that one. You can't go with Kiwi on that one? No, I think fat men have to accept what they can get as well. Some, you think so? Some women like big dudes. Some dudes like big women. I just think it's, you just think it's a preference? It's a preference thing. Uh, I would have to agree with her on the I fact that... I show love that to the big Johns. I love y'all. <laughs> I do. I would have to agree with her in the sense of I do think it's a double standard when, when women are overweight. I do. I think that they get looked so. at a little different. I think fat guys can have sweat. I, the one part that I don't really like about this is I almost feel like she was saying that fat women are stuck with fat men. Like that's all. That's what I'm saying. Think. That's not true. I know a lot of little dudes that I, I like bigger women. I think, well, I think I, I might get in trouble for this. How should I say it? I yes. would say it. I think that bigger women are more unrealistic. What? Yeah. Like, like if you call a big woman a big woman, uh -huh. she gonna act like she not big. Big dudes know they big. Big and dudes they, accept it. And they wear it and they accept it and I maybe mean, that's why they're more successful. They don't have a halter top on with the muffin top That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yo, it's okay. To, we're all different shapes. We're all different sizes. It's okay to be bigger. I, I'm attracted to bigger women. But it's like if you call, if you if you even act like a big woman is big, it's like, I ain't big. It's like, yo. You big. You big. What do you mean you not big? I got Roy Rogers coupons. Come on. Let's go. You got on the scale and it said, give me a sec. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so the big dudes that I know, they they they, they big and they, they confident with it. They you confident with it? They buy it. They buy it. They buy their clothes in their size. They rock it. They put it on. They come out fly. What do you think about this one? Uh, Jennifer said that women Hope that goes are the only ones... Who are sensitive and emotional. What? She said that that is a double standard that people tend to think that women are the only ones that are sensitive and emotional. And so that anytime a man is sensitive or emotional, it's like weird. Like we're not supposed to have emotions. We're not supposed to be sensitive at all. We can't cry. We got to be strong. Oh, okay, on that man side. Up. I think that's true. I think that's true. I think we're expected to be... Uh, you know, less emotional or less sensitive, but I do think women are way more emotional than men, just by nature. 
But do you think it's a double standard that we're not supposed to be emotional? Yeah, I think that's a double standard. I got a double standard for you. Mm -hmm. I think that it is a double standard that women are allowed to switch their sexual orientation back and forth. And even if they aren't gay, they can experiment with other women and it's fine, but a man can't oh, do yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's definitely a double standard. Men can't do that at all. That's definitely a double standard. You cannot be... I, mean, I understand it. Listen, it's an accept we talk about acceptable and double standards, I get it. I accept it. A man cannot go and be with men and then come back and be like, no, nah, I wasn't really with that. I'm going to go back with the nah, ladies. Man, I was tripping last Thursday. I don't know what I was Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what went on, but me and Reggie, we had a good time. I just want y'all to know everyone in the room is shaking their head there right now. <laughs> that, you, you can't do it. No. Nah. It's an acceptable double standard. That's because, I mean, as a man, you really got to go all the way. Like, Listen, once you allow... Never mind. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm saying. That's, that's saying, a real one, though. That's a real one. Once you cross it's that line. It's actually looked at, men are actually attracted. To women that are, to women that who like are women. bisexual. Yeah, this is, you know, this is acceptable. And they don't even have to, the crazy part is women don't even have to be gay. They don't have to say, okay, I was gay last week, and now I'm straight. They could just say, me and Kelly just decided that's what we was going to do. I'll take it a step further, or a step backwards even 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 before gay there's certain things that aren't even gay that they can just do that if men do can't do it's questionable can y'all imagine if y'all cut this on and we was just sitting here holding hands be weird and this is my nephew it's weird can't do it can you imagine if we was all out of fridays and me and my homie said hey we finna go to the bathroom real quick together you going no i'm going too no it's will be empty when we get back yeah you just can't do that but women can do that these are acceptable, These are acceptable double, double standards. standards. There's a lot of them. And I believe that in the instance of physical abuse and verbal abuse, there is an acceptable double standard. I want to show you guys uh, this clip from a movie called Boomerang. I just watched this with my homies the other day. And there is a scene in this movie where physical abuse is widely accepted. Nobody even, nobody even shook their head or anything. Uh, I want to show this scene right here. Uh, and this is the scene where uh, Marcus Graham had ended up staying out all night. He came back uh, to Holly Berry. Love should have brought you home and, last yeah, and night. And in the morning, um, she gave him, the, she gave him the, the, the finger to the forehead. You ever got that finger to the... F How many ladies out there Bro, will be it's, honest? It's so much <laughs> torque in that finger. Where is this... How many of you ladies out there... Where is this coming from in this... Will be honest knuckle. and say that you have gotten into it with your man and gave him that finger to the forehead. Watch this finger to the forehead, man. Wow. Holly Berry went in yeah. and then she slapped him. Right in the face, in a movie. Right between the eyes. Craig <laughs> <laughs> Sager right between the eyes. She slapped him. And you know what? When you watch the movie, you don't even think twice about it. Because he cheated. Because he cheated. He stayed out all night. And because he cheated, because I am a woman and my feelings are hurt, and I am emotional right now, I get to poke you on your forehead, and I get to slap you. I agree with that. You think that's okay? That's okay. That is not okay. That's okay, bro. Ladies, that is not okay. Y'all okay. need to stop doing this. This is a double standard. I'm that saying I don't she, think she gave him the finger and the slap, and she stopped. That's come okay. On. Did, that's, that's cool. You, <laughs> are you basing this off? I'm saying. Are I'm you saying, basing this off a of personal experience? I'm saying if I if I first of all I don't cheat, but if I cheated on my girl and, and she, she poked me and she, and she, she slapped me, I'm not gonna be outraged. Can you poke and slap her if she of cheats on you? Of course not. But that's what I'm saying. Men are physically stronger, so we should be able to handle a punch, and we should not we should not retaliate. So we should just be taking these hits. We should take one finger and one slap. <laughs> That's the limit. That's the Anything limit. over that, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> I will tell you. But you don't you. agree with that? Would, would, no, you, would you be outraged if you cheat on your wife and she slap you? 
if she would you be me, like, <gasps> no, bro? I mean, I'm not gonna say uh, I, no. I wouldn't be outraged. You gonna eat that? I would eat it. You gotta eat that. Let me tell you, I've been slapped, choked, punched. Figure four. So. <laughs> 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 It's all happened, bro. It's all happened. It goes down. And I'm going to tell you right now, it ain't happened because of cheating. This just be arguments. This just be Tuesday. It be Tuesday, bro. And I said I, I said I wanted no pepperoni on the pizza. Right? It's just, this is an acceptable thing that goes on. Females are just allowed to have this button to snap. They are allowed to do this. They are. That's Look a, at this story right here. Okay. I'm going to take you back a few to a young lady by the name of Left Eye. Rest in peace. Oh, Lord. You doing this? Left Eye. Lisa. Lisa Left Eye Lopez got into a spat with Andre Risen, her boyfriend at the time. Okay. I remember this. I think we all do. Right? Mm-hmm. They were at the house arguing. Yeah. He went out to the club. She went out to the club. They came back to the house around the same time she got mad at him for uh this is what they're, they're claiming she got mad at him for purchase purchasing a whole bunch of sneakers she was drunk and so she decided that this was the time she was going to dress that's what it was over the sneakers. sneaker purchase yes man I so she became physical and then he became physical to restrain her mm -hmm. so he became physical Basically held her down on the bed to try to get her to calm down. She would not calm down. Alright. Which, I don't know if you ladies know, but there's a few men that have been in these situations where we like trying to, you know, trying to get you to calm down. Gotcha. And you refuse. Yeah. So you know what he did? He left. Which is what they tell everybody. That's the best thing you can do. That you can do. Slide. He left. She took the shoes, set them on fire in the house, and burned down the entire house. No, 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 no justification. Burn down the entire house. There's no justification for that. That's After not okay. that, had to go to court. Mm -hmm. Guess who was standing right by his side? They were supposed to get married. I don't know if you know this. Mm -hmm. They were still supposed to get married, but she passed prematurely, and they never got a chance to get married. But who was by her side? Andre. In the court, we're gonna get through this together. When a man stays after that. He's considered strong. Is he? Yeah. He stood by her side. That's what I'm talking about. I think but when dumb. a woman comes back to that type of nonsense. I think that was dumb. But that is dumb. Yeah. We're going to tell me speaking. We'll be right back. To listen and view Relatively Speaking video podcasts, subscribe to the YouTube channel, RSV Podcasts, also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Join the RSV Podcast Facebook group to join in on the conversation. And welcome back once again to RSV Podcast, Relatively Speaking Video Podcast. Uh, we've been talking about the acceptable double standards this show. Acceptable double standards. We had a few out there, and just to give the definition of the acceptable double standard, these are double standards that we have, whether it's with men and women, races, things like that, uh, that are acceptable widely. Uh, it's not that we're fighting against uh, these double standards. We're just acknowledging that yeah, they we're exist. Yeah, we're just acknowledging that they exist, and some of them uh, we don't feel there's an issue with. I do, however, you know, with caution, that finger point, man, y'all gotta. It's a lot of torque in that finger. Ladies, y'all gotta stop poking us. It's in the it like started the knees. I don't know where it comes from. What's, that's it's like 400 years of slavery. Just all types of. All types of women, power women's comes to the point. Women's is, is all in that. Listen, uh, this is obviously one of our favorite parts of the show. I love it. Uh, this is Can You Relate? This is where we pick a couple of topics. Uh, and we just try to figure out, can you relate to what's going on in these topics? Uh, we write down the relatives that we believe we relate to. Uh, and let's get into this first story because... I don't know any of them. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, this became a heated discussion on my Facebook page a couple of months ago. Okay. Uh, with a lot of females. Well, okay. Well, goes with the show. Let's yeah, keep now, it going. Now I got in trouble with a lot of females. A lot of family relatives got on me. Kevin Garnett has recently got divorced. Okay. And his wife 
is asking for alimony and child support of two hundred thousand dollars a month. Two hundred grand. Two hundred thousand dollars a month. Can you relate? One question. Did he cheat? I don't know. He, oh, sure, he probably cheated. He's Kevin Garnett's NBA. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying. Acceptable double standard. Yeah, that was an acceptable double standard. <laughs> that man probably cheated. Uh, you know my cheat, my men cheat list. We talked about this. That's last, a whole nother show, bro. My that's men cheat list show. is very short. It's a whole nother All show. Right. It's very short. It's list. Steph Curry, it's Barack Obama, Obama, Russell Wilson, and about three other people I know in person. That's, that that and is the, and no the Chinese. <laughs> the Chinese don't cheat. I'm sure of it. What's your relation on her asking for two hundred thousand dollars a month? Two hundred thousand dollars a month for alimony and child support. I already know I'm gonna get in trouble for this. I'm gonna let my nephew take this first one. Uh, I can tell y'all right now. Some of y'all already know where I'm going with this. Well, yeah. Uh... I think you already know where I'm going with this as well. Okay. $200,000 is just ridiculous. Ridiculous. So I'm going with your smelly cousin you have to share a bed with in the summertime. Can't relate to this at all. Why are you here? Why are you in my bed? I hate when you come over. You don't smell right. Something smells fishy about this to me. And I don't like it. I don't want it near me. I don't want it in my bed. I don't want it in my house. I don't want it in my life. $200,000, how can you possibly justify needing $200,000 to take care of your children? Me and my brothers and sisters Come on. grew up on $17.47 <laughs> a month. And did just fine. It's possible. I'm going with the cousin who failed first grade. All right. Okay. This cousin is... I don't know, just couldn't just don't got couldn't it. color couldn't color in the lines. <laughs> Can't stand the lines. Yeah. Don't know how to take a nap. This is how you fail first grade. <laughs> what are you talking about? Two hundred thousand dollars? Don't know how to take a nap. He's <laughs> <laughs> wide awake. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You can't relate to that. <laughs> Listen. $200,000 a month. And I know she got to have a little bag already. It's ridiculous. First of all, it has been my opinion, and I would say here on the show, I believe that things like this uh -huh. need a cap. I believe things like this need a cap. Like no uh, matter how much you make, it no should go above. No matter how much you make, it should not go above a certain number yeah. because I just believe that once you go above a certain number, it is no, it is no more about being able to financially support yourself, we have just gotten into an area of greed. This yeah. is unnecessary. And I hold this standard across the board. I've even talked about this, and we're going to talk about this on another show, when it even comes to pastors and the amount of money that they make and, and things like that. Yes. You know, we, you know, uh, we, you know we, that's, that's another We're going to talk about that. Uh, but I believe across the board, a certain amount of money is enough. Like, where is enough enough? We need to just I'm stop with you it. on this, though. She tripping. 200 grand for a year is... It's more than enough. Money. Come a on, now. But you know they say, oh, well, the kids should live at the same standard as if they was living in the house. And I'm just trying to figure out which standard are you not living at. With... Anyway, uh, so your man Diddy. Love Actually Diddy. put up this post. We want to show this post right here. Love Diddy. Uh, Diddy, he put up a post. It was a picture of him and Kim. Mm -hmm. uh, and he had the broken heart symbol. Man. Uh, Shout out Diddy, man. Much love. And one of the people, if you look on here, uh, this guy commented on the picture and he says, when she was alive, you didn't want to marry her. Mm. You confused Negro. Get the <laughs> F out of here. He went All at right? Diddy's neck. He went at his neck. What did and, he say? And believe it or not, Diddy responded by saying, I know. I played myself. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so at a time where, first of all, I believe that wow. it was the wrong time to take that approach yeah, to Diddy. Like, I think people need to start working on their timing. Confused But me, can man. you relate to letting the one get away? Sounds like uh, Diddy is realizing that he let one get away. He actually said... You know, he played himself on this, and a lot of times in life, uh, it takes us losing that one uh -huh. to realize what we should have 
uh, held on to. Uh-huh. And so it seemed like he kind of had a little bit of a moment there. Uh, can you relate to this? Uh, I can kind of relate to this. You can kind of relate? I must explain why. Uh, okay. I went with next door neighbor on this. All right, pretty close. Very close. I mean, I grew up very close with my neighbors. Is this the neighbor you can borrow sugar from? You can borrow sugar. Okay. They kids in our house. We in their house. So we pretty much family, but we not all the way there. Gotcha. But I'll explain why I'm saying this. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I do agree that there were a lot of mistakes that I made in my past. There were a lot of relationships that I was in, one in particular, that should have definitely went a lot longer. But because of my immaturity, mm. I definitely let uh, my pride and my ego get in the way. With that being said, and I was just having this conversation yesterday, I don't believe in this concept of the one. Ah. And that might be a whole other episode as well. Okay. But I never feel like the one gets away. I feel like there's a lesson in every situation. Talk about Uh, it. I feel like all your footsteps are ordered, and there are certain things and decisions that you make that result in you getting wisdom, understanding out of the experience for you to use at another level of maturity. So I don't believe in the one getting away, but I definitely can relate to that feeling of, man, I played myself because I really had a good thing and I was not yet mature enough to handle it and to make it last. For me, I'm going to go with the homeless guy I don't put the window down for. Sheesh. (laughs) (laughs) You get no love. Uh, Nope, can't relate. Can't relate? I've always been the one that got away. Always. Me. How many relationships have you been in? I don't know. Couple. Real <laughs> ones? Real ones. Four or five. Okay. And you feel like you've always been the one that's got away. I'm a catch. And you're happy in the marriage that you're in now. I am amazing. And my <laughs> wife will attest to this. You'll be rich with that finger point. Yeah. Uh, no, I can, I can understand this to a certain degree. Uh, but not really. Kind of to your point of the whole not having the one thing. Yeah. Uh, I could definitely understand, you know, in that moment of vulnerability. She, she just died. Yeah, that's serious. You know, what is he supposed to say in response to this? I honestly think he shouldn't have responded at all. Yeah, but I'm saying, if, if, if he doesn't respond, yeah, favorably, you're right, yeah. favorably over this woman go, being That's, that's going to be the story. They're going to drag. Yeah, it's yeah. like, so you're, you're, you're cornered at this point. Culture, man. You know, so I think that uh, by responding in that way, you know, she's gone. It's the mother of your kids. I think he meant it, though. I'm not saying that he didn't. Yeah. Uh, I feel like, you know, you have those feelings after it's gone, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he wanted to marry her when she was here. I think they was fine. I think somebody dying, that kind of puts you in a different light, and you're like, let me, you know, recap on this. But yeah. I, I can't really feel this. Yeah. Uh, I don't really think that um, the one getting away is a real thing. I just think that, you know, y'all just be living your life. Yeah. And, and things go the way they go. Yep. Uh, the last one, which uh, I've been waiting for, uh, is in New York. It was in New York, I believe. Uh, Queens, New York. Uh, police are investigating a massive brawl that broke out over crab legs at a Chinese buffet. Can you relate to fighting over crab legs? I'm from DC, so you know where I'm going with this. They got into a massive. They got into a massive brawl. Massive brawl. Massive brawl. Needs police investigation. Police investigating over the crab legs at the Chinese buffet, brother. Specifically at the Chinese buffet. <laughs> you gotta make sure. You gotta, you gotta include that. <laughs> Listen, okay. if you've never been to one of these Chinese Boy. buffets up north, you will not understand this, but talk to me. Can you relate? Can you relate? Can I relate? <laughs> this is my auntie who just hit the lotto. That is my favorite auntie. I love you. You always have my back. You have been such an inspiration to me. Auntie who just hit the lotto. That's how much I can believe. That's how close I am to this. Oh, that's family. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Oh, we family. And family more important than money. Hey, listen. Never forget that. Crab legs? Crab legs. the Chinese joint? First of all, the Chinese buffet costs $3.76. <laughs> the greatest Chinese American cuisines that you've ever had in your life. 
and their faithful husband. So I support this all the way around. Chinese people be cheating. Don't I'm trying to tell you. Don't, you can't but cheat you and put that out. much flavor in some egg full young. Uh, this possible. is the little devil on my shoulder, the joint that appears uh -huh. in the cartoons. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, when that joker show up and say swing, I'm swinging. Has These are done. crab legs. Crab what are you legs. doing? Can you imagine going up there and there's one cluster left? And you are reaching it's just, for it. It's just glistening under then, that light. And then somebody come with the little joint. You already got your butter ready. <laughs> Grab that it's last. Like and they get that last cluster. Oh, nah. oh it go. is happening. <laughs> <laughs> just, it got to happen. I'm going R. Kelly all the way at the buffet. And you know the Chinese. I am fighting for my grandmother. <laughs> 30 years. <laughs> I'm just coming to this restaurant. Listen, it's not funny. Listen, uh, first of all, guys, Chinese they do the jumbo crab legs too. Don't mess with people's crab legs. I mean, it's just certain things that you just should not do. I mean, okay, is there any decency left in the world? In the world, period, that you would just take the last cluster? That's last just weird. Cluster. And then you know how long it'd be taking them to bring the, the fresh joints the out? Crab legs, you they got to chop them. They got it. Uh, Man, we just ain't got time for that. Listen, yo, we're going to be back with Christian's Intuition yeah. uh, right after this. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been another great show on RSVP. Now it is time for Christian's Intuition. What you got for him, man? Thank you, man. Christian's Intuition today, I want to stay on topic. This has been a very enlightening episode to me. Today we're coming from 1 Peter chapter 3. And it says, husbands, in the same way, be considerate as you live with your wives. And treat them with respect as the weaker partner mm. and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life. Now, I know this is talking to husbands and wives and everybody's not married, but there is a concept that I feel like is in this verse that we can all take from. And it's kind of what we've been talking today about the acceptable double standard, men being logical, women being emotional. This is for my men out there, and this is for my women as well. Let's all understand and accept that if you do believe in this book, it does refer to women as the weaker vessel. Now, I'm not saying weaker uh, psychologically, mentally. I'm not saying weaker uh, as far as being able to get things done, being able to run a household or anything that your mom might go to. I'm just talking about in the area of just sheer physical strength and dominance. We should have some grace with how we handle uh, women. We should have some grace with how we uh, handle our relationships, not even with people that we're involved in, but the people we consider friends, people we consider sisters. Because there is that element of you being a man and me being a woman, let's be conscious and at least considerate of that. I know we live in this age of equality and women feel like they can do everything men can do and men feel like they should be able to do everything women can do, but let's all have at least that human decency to say that, you know what, you are a woman and be a gentleman, respect that, honor that, and that will, that will have way more harmony in all of our relationships especially for husbands and wives but the way the verse ends it says we are heirs in this gracious gift of life we all need each other at the end of the day yeah. there's not a man who can do anything without a woman or a woman who can do anything without a man and I think the weaknesses that we both have are found in the other party so let's respect that we need each other let's respect who's weaker who's stronger let's respect uh, what we can accomplish together and that, that, that will cause for better relationships in my opinion uh, far too often in relationships I feel that men and women are fighting against each other instead of with each other. Yeah. Uh, too many times I feel like selfishness takes a place in the relationship where we're always looking out for what's in it for me and not what can I give to the other person. That's good. Uh, we talked about the acceptable double standards here today and what I want everybody to leave with uh, is to start looking at yourself and start looking at what you can give uh, to your partner, yeah. right? And uh, everything I think about uh, how we treat women and how we have somehow over the years, we have lost our way uh, in the way that we treat women. And I'm talking specifically as us men. Mm -hmm. uh, we just don't care for them and take care of them uh, the way that we used to do. And then at the same time, uh, I feel like because we have let women down for so many years, uh, that they have now become the, uh, the, the party where it's a little less heart 
into the relationship, yeah. uh, they tend to feel like they have to take care of themselves first because the men aren't. Oh. Uh, and then they kind of lose sight on what they could be doing as wives or as girlfriends or as women yeah. uh, to help men. At the end of the day, uh, it's pretty interesting how both of our points land at the same you know, same spot, which is that uh, ultimately we need each other. Uh, we gotta work together. Uh, we have to love each other because it's rough out here in this world. Uh, and if you got somebody that you can go home to, uh, that you can take a vacation from the stuff that you deal with out here in this world, uh, that is ultimate. I mean, that is just priceless, man. priceless to be able to uh, have that escape from the everyday nonsense. So let's love each other. Let's continue to grow. My name is King. I'm Christian. And this is Relatively Speaking. RSVP.